Hey guys, welcome back to It Is Finished. I'm Helena. And I'm Bethy. Last week, we did our part two on the story of David. And this week, we're switching it up and we're going back to doing Bible studies. Well, as I said, we didn't do a lot of Bible studies before, but we did a couple. Mm -hmm. And um, we want to focus on the book of Ephesians for this week and next week and maybe another week after Yeah, just going through the book of Ephesians this past week has been really hard because there's so many good chapters and if we could, we would literally do the whole thing, but that's just like not timely and um, possible with the time that we have, so that's why we just had to choose a couple. The book of Ephesians, written by Paul in the New Testament, just has so many like life tools um i feel like many of the things he says really just emphasizes your new life in christ and what that means and how to go about it so and if you don't really know where to start like if you're new to reading the bible i would think this is one of um the best books to not start out with but at least read in the beginning of your journey um along with like any of the gospels and also the book of james we did a I was study on that so if you haven't mm. seen it go back because that's honestly one of my favorite books in the whole bible even though it's pretty short but a lot of the time these little short ones have a they're jam-packed <laughs> a lot of um really key takeaways on how to live your life through christ mm. so and with that being said this episode like you've read from the title we are going to be focusing on chapter two um this by no means means to skip um chapter one because chapter one is just as good as chapter two we just decided to do um, chapter two actually alina decided um on this one and then i decided on the next one so stay tuned for the next one but without further ado let's begin so before we begin i'm just going to start off with a short prayer as always and especially because this is a bible study we need to invite holy spirit so with that wherever you're at um just join us in prayer and allow god to really speak to you um dear god we just thank you for this day for even waking us up and giving us breath that alone is so much to be thankful for so we thank you for that above all um we invite you here holy spirit we know that without you we are nothing we know that without you we are literally just plain people speaking whatever is on their mind we do not want that to happen we want you to speak we want you to speak to every listener we want you to open these hearts and um speak to them and give them a word that they can use not just today but tomorrow and the day after god we also want you to speak to us even though we are sharing your word we want it to be right back unto us and um, give us a word that we can also live by and and transform more into you and into the purpose that you have for us all right so um starting with chapter two The first few verses that we want to talk about are one through three, and it says, oh, also, we're reading from the New King James Version. I knew, I know we keep saying that we're going to mention the version, but there it is. Um, It says, and you he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sin, in which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience, among whom also we all once conducted ourselves in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, just as the other. Alrighty, so in this verse, um, also before we actually continue, I just wanted to say and kind of piggyback off of what I was talking about earlier before we um, get more into depth. This chapter, and I think 
like we said with the whole ephesians um it really emphasizes kind of like this new life and new beginning with jesus and all that we have through it um talking about our old life as dead and our new life as the actual beginning to a purposeful life so something i wanted to emphasize with that first was where it said the prince of the power of the air and i know we mentioned this in our old times series but in case you weren't there um one go check it out it was amazing but two what that refers to is the devil so basically it's saying that we were once ruled by the devil and looking back now from where we are at we can see and understand okay yeah we weren't being ruled by god we were being ruled by the devil um because we were in sin right and that's exactly what the devil wants we were a slave to sin but back then we were like no we're following our own things we're doing whatever we want when that isn't the case so if you're not following god sadly like we've said many times you are a slave to sin and you are a slave to the devil and what he wants to anyone who doesn't like know about this stuff it sounds really extreme but it's not because it's so normal like in our world you know and uh, yeah the bible also just emphasizes how christians are just separated from this world um, like we're just we're not meant to be like other people um, but we also have to remember that before Jesus by our own nature we are children of wrath we're under the control of the devil just as everyone else who doesn't know Jesus so it's also kind of like putting him in your place like you're not better than anyone else because we're all by nature children of wrath yeah, and I really like how it says that we were once conducted by the lusts of our flesh. And to me, that just really means following whatever made my body feel good. And if that meant physically, that could have meant emotionally or mentally. But um, just going about things of this natural world, not seeking anything higher or greater, but just following whatever I see, hear, smell, like, you know, the senses that we have and just like, being guided by them letting them guide me right being a slave to sin that's literally what it means is that you're by you're being guided by something that leads you to absolutely nothing more than what you see here like this natural realm and that's exactly what it means to walk by your flesh however as christians what are we told we are told to walk by faith and not by sight walking by sight literally means walking in the lusts of your flesh what it's specifically saying is the, your flesh so obviously we're not just our flesh we have a spirit mm -hmm. so if you're only feeding your flesh your spirit is really lacking and i feel like that's where a lot of like um depression and anxiety and all of these quote-unquote like mental not disorders but what is i don't even know this is yeah where all of these things come from or you feel like there's something lacking in your heart like and you need to fill it with all of these different things and by the time you get used to one thing you need another one to fill it up and it's just never ending you know that's why people who are rich just want more money or you have you just there's just never enough you know um but through jesus that is the like literally the only one thing that will fill your heart fill your desires fill your needs spiritually so following we're gonna go ahead and read verse four to just learn more about what god did for us now that we are in our new life so it says 
um, actually verses 4 through 6, so it says, Rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved, and raised us up together, and made us sit in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So, um, from this verses, or from these verses, I really liked, um, and I'm sorry if I keep saying that, I probably am, um, but it's just, I'm trying to point out things that really just stuck out to me. So, um, uh, what's it called? I think, Helena, you actually touched up on this, but it was talking about where, um, how we were dead. And I know we talked about it a little bit, but we didn't really explain, and this might be your first time listening to the Bible, and you might be like, what are you talking about? Why were we dead before we got Jesus? Like, we were alive. Obviously, you have to be alive. And, um, something we want to make clear is that we weren't saying alive, I mean, alive or dead, um, physically, because obviously everyone is alive. But, um, when you accept Jesus, you have the Holy Spirit enter your heart, and that's really when you have the breath of God, literally, like, you have God's spirit, you're, you're alive spiritually, you're awake spiritually, and heaven, you're alive. Yes, you were alive before physically, you were touching, you were feeling, you were looking, you were doing all sorts of things, but this means spiritually, and that's what we mean. And in addition to that, um, where it does talk about how we were dead, it says, but God was rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us even when we were dead, right? Um, it's really important because a lot of people, I think, um, oh, I haven't posted a TikTok about this, but by the time this, oh yeah, by the time this um, episode goes up, I would have posted a TikTok talking about how no one is ever too far gone. God's love is still there no matter what. Can he be with you? Can he have communion with you while you're still in sin? Absolutely not. Um, there cannot be a relationship while you're still in sin or at least a strong relationship. We all sin, right? But a strong relationship cannot um, be possible. However, God still loves you. He loves you and his love will never change no matter what. It says in his word, no, we can never understand how far, how long, how high, how whatever God's love is for us. So I really, really loved how it pointed that out. And um, it also explains kind of like why um, we were given that chance to be reborn. Um, it's literally just because of his mercy and his love. Um, like, again, we just don't deserve it, which goes back to like, it's literally not anything that we can do um, to bring about our salvation, but it's only because he loves us. <laughs> and he's merciful because we don't deserve it, clearly. We were born dead, but we continue living our life according to the world and um, like sinning and doing all these things that we deep down know that we shouldn't do. Um, but then he makes us alive. And it, verse six says he raises us up together, um, which basically points back to um, Jesus on the cross and his resurrection. Um, and it's basically symbolism of baptism, you know, you're dead and then you get raised up out of water, uh, being reborn with Jesus, um, when he was brought back to life and, um, we sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, which also points to, um, like the end of the world <laughs> when we're going to be given like authority with Jesus. Yeah, so um, now we just want to move on to verse 8, which says, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of ourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. 
and this is something that we refer to all the time. I think I literally just said it, but um, we're not saved by our own works, uh, despite what other religions might teach. <laughs> That's inappropriate. Mm. Um, I don't, um, I feel like Christianity is one of the only um, religions that don't um, teach that what we do gets us into heaven. I feel like um, a lot of other religions are merit-based and it's like, what can I do? What good work? What can I do? I should go to a soup kitchen. I should donate money to charity and I should do all of these things because that's going to get me to heaven. But that's definitely not the case. Um, there's nothing in us that would raise us up um, to be with Jesus when he comes for his second coming. We're dead. There's nothing inside of us besides flesh. Um, and because we've all sinned, we deserve to go to hell. No matter what anyone thinks, one little sin will get you to hell. So um, it's literally just by his own grace. Yeah, and I really just wanted to talk about grace through faith because I know that might just like just salvation and knowing that it's a gift given by God that we can never really like equate anything to. We can never do, like we said many times, we can't work our way to heaven it was a gift salvation is a gift and usually a gift is something that you don't expect anything in return and um it's usually undeserved right however us as christians have the responsibility to keep up with our faith you know um a lot of times i think i did a tiktok about this but like we blame god for things that are just like we're like god why is this happening why is that happening and it's like god is perfect he's never changing it's you it's our faith that is continually being tested so it's our responsibility to keep it up to strengthen it so that we can walk and have the authority that was given to adam in that garden of eden but yeah so now moving on we're going to go to verse 10 and it says this for we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. I think like a big takeaway from anything that I read um, is just about pride and how um, just it's basically just steering us away from being, from being prideful um, because it literally just says like any good works that we do or produce or whatever um it's not from our own doing uh which makes sense because inherently we're not good people but those good works that we eventually will um fulfill were already prepared for us by god himself and uh, so this is really again just pointing the glory to him and how our salvation literally has absolutely nothing to do with us because even after even after we're saved um those good works that we do are not from us obviously they're from jesus because he's in us which is why we would be able to produce those good works um yeah and just to add on um i think i made a tiktok about this and i'm sorry if i keep saying that but please go check out our tiktok um we're super active on there and it's just like a great way to connect with you guys but um this tiktok that i made is about a verse found in isaiah 55 8 i believe and it says um for your ways are not my ways and my thoughts are not your thoughts and i think as 
Christians, um, we just think that once we accept God into our heart, let's say we were first giving our life to Jesus, right? And Holy Spirit enters our heart and we're like, okay, now God is in me. Everything I do is God's will, but that's not the case, right? Um, it's not like our old life, you know what I'm saying? Um, while when we were dead, before we accepted Jesus into our life, we were just going off of whatever emotions, whatever feelings we were just feeling, we would do, right? Whatever our body felt like, we would do and we wouldn't care. However, now that we have Holy Spirit, it's up to us to invite him and ask him, say, hey, Holy Spirit, like, what do you think about this decision? Or can you lead me here or guide me here? Because I really don't know what to do and I need your will to be done in this part of my life, not just in my life every day. Like every time I pray, I say, God, let your will be done in this place, meaning like in this prayer, let your will be done, but also not just in my life as a whole but god in my school let your will be done god in this podcast let your will be done god in this decision let your will be done god in my workplace let your will be done it's our job to ask holy spirit to move in the different aspects of our life that is our job something very important about holy spirit and i think we've touched on this before is that he's very calm like he's not gonna come in or do things if you don't ask him to um, that's why it's so important to literally say the words, Holy Spirit, come, Holy Spirit, fill the room, Holy Spirit, you are welcome here, Holy Spirit, do this, um, so he's able to move, because again, our thoughts, our ways are not aligned with God unless we ask him, that's the key. Yeah, um, there's no way our thoughts or our decisions or our whatever is gonna align with, um, god's decisions or god's thoughts or anything like that because um i mean the verses before were basically talking about how uh we're sons of or sons and daughters of wrath right so like we're children of the world and how many times have we said the bible talks about um the world and god opposing each other so inherently our nature not because of not because of how he created us or not because of um, like what he wants for us, but literally because of our nature. Um, next is verses or our verses 11 through 13. And it says, therefore, remember that you once Gentiles in the flesh who are called uncircumcision by what is called the, by what is called the circumcision made in the flesh by hands. That at that time you were without Christ being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. Okay, so in order to understand these next couple of verses, you might need some context if you don't really know the time period that this was written and stuff like that. So this is the New Testament, as we've said, I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, obviously. But the time that Paul is writing this, he's actually one of the first few, if not the first, um, no, 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 not the first, but like one of the first few um, apostles that God raises up after um, Jesus has resurrected and like um, went to heaven and all that. So he's preaching this new gospel. And something very important to point out is that before Jesus came, we all know that Israel was a chosen nation, and I think we've done many Bible studies or just mentioned it throughout the podcast that Israel was the chosen nation by God because of just 
because of just everything that they were doing you know although they were sinning and stuff like that you have to understand that the tribes and other nations around them were far worse into far worse into paganism and, and just other things and they did not want they were not like obedient to god whatsoever so god chose israel for a reason and um god's covenant was for israel the old testament covenant was with israel you know what i'm saying but jesus came and you know what he did he basically said that gentiles although they were not originally chosen by god um through this new gospel us now gentiles non-jews i'm sorry i didn't even make that clear but gentiles means non-jews are now able to inherit the kingdom of god through jesus through faith in jesus so that's exactly what paul was doing here is he's saying that hey although we weren't originally chosen by god god had a will in a way he, technically we were because god had us in her in his plan from the beginning um and israel was just like a stepping stone but obviously um it's just it's just amazing now when you look at it and i really like how in these couple of verses it says by his blood by the blood of jesus christ by that cross we are now able to have life everlasting eternally okay so now we're gonna go ahead and move on to verses 16 through 18 and it says this and that he might reconcile them both to god in one body through the cross thereby putting death to enmity and he came and preached peace to you who were far off and to those who were near for through him we both have access by one spirit to the father so in the past, we've talked about how Jesus is our mediator between ourselves and God, right? There's no way we can get in God's presence without Jesus because we can't cleanse ourselves and we can't, we're, we can't be in God's presence in our natural state, if that makes sense, just uncleansed and filled with sin. Um, but Jesus came on earth to... Um, create one body and this is also something that we've told we literally i keep saying something we've talked about because this really just ties to everything that we've discussed in the past um but through christ we're all one body right as christians we all make up one body and jesus is the head of that body and um it says thereby putting death to the enmity i think that's how you pronounce it um which he did on the cross and we've talked about i keep saying you know, um how uh he put all of these things like everything is destroyed everything was defeated on the cross and we've said that people say like oh all of these things were put to death um so at that point we are given everything that we need to conquer sin and conquer satan on this earth through him is just a matter of um allowing him to do that in us yeah and just like to add on to that i really liked how it said that he came and preached peace to those who are far off and to those who were near and um i thought that was very important because a lot of the times and those who have accepted jesus into their life know this but in our own life looking back we didn't think that we needed jesus 
I at least didn't think that I needed Jesus and that's why I went however many years knowing about Jesus but not really pursuing a relationship with him like I do today you know what I'm saying it's like it at that point if only I knew all that I would have gained like looking ahead now um and yeah and at that time when Jesus came he was with the Pharisees right who thought they were the most righteous and perfect people um, doing everything so religiously and perfectly yet they were so far off that the son of God the son of man was right in front of them doing all that he was doing saying all that he was saying literally from the word of God fulfilling the prophecies that were in the old testament that they were supposed to be experts on yet they were so far off they missed that they missed Jesus the messiah coming which right now i mean obviously by now they would have known but i just wonder like once they found out um what their reaction would have been and so that's why we always say like salvation is today because you really don't know tomorrow if you're gonna wake up and and if you don't you'll realize either you're gonna realize jesus is king here or you're gonna realize it in the afterlife and you don't want to realize it in the afterlife right so the um chapter ends off basically saying that we're no longer strangers uh, but we're citizens um in the household of god and specifically verse 22 says in whom you also are being built together for a dwelling place of god in the spirit right um this this verse really just goes back to um, us being temples of Holy Spirit and um, how God is meant to live in us through his spirits, which really just ties back to everything that we talked about um, because we can't do anything that we talked about so far without creating a place for him in us to live. Um, and it's, it's not like he can just enter us when he wants it's we have to give him we have to make room for him in us to live yeah and um just to add on i really really like how you just mentioned how we're god's dwelling place and we're his temple right um and i want to talk about kind of my journey before i really my eyes were opened like i said many times in my testimony i was always a quote-unquote christian but I never pursued a relationship with Jesus. I never want, like, I never um, knew who he actually was. Like I said, I would read the Bible. Like I'm putting all of this in quotations. I would read the Bible every day. Um, was I really like reading it for the right purposes? Probably not. And I don't think I was um, looking back. But um, I would always rely on a certain time and place to find God or to be with God. Um, I didn't have the mindset of actually being a temple of God. And um, whether it be my prayer or whether it be at church, I knew at that place that I would find God. But in any other place, it was like he wasn't even in my head. You know what I'm saying? Like, And that's how you know like, your life like you're actually growing spiritually when you see and you look back to a couple years where you say you were a christian but your life looks completely different 
um yeah and um to add on to what i was just saying but um one of my prayers actually before this episode um was was i was just asking god because you know like i don't want it to ever seem like we take this so lightly um spreading god's word because we really don't in any type of form that i that we are spreading god's word whether it be through instagram let's say it's even an instagram story or it's an episode or it's a tiktok video like i don't want to misrepresent god that is the last thing that i would want to do so um just praying over it and saying god like please not only speak to people use me as a vessel literally a vessel that you could speak your word through where none of me gets in it i don't want any i don't want any part of um us to be bunched in with the words that come out you know what i'm saying and the words that people are receiving into their hearts but let it just be purely you in addition to that i pray that he would speak to me in this episode that the words that are coming right out of me come back into me and speak to me and and produce fruit in my life um because i truly believe and i have faith that the word that we're speaking in these podcast episodes are from god and not from ourselves so um but as i was saying sorry i kind of got carried away but i was going back to the point of um inviting god in every aspect of our lives and i think i we definitely touched on this earlier but um i mean in everything like obviously we're inviting god in this part where we are doing a faith-based podcast or in our tiktok videos and all that so of course of course 100 we need god in those places as well but i mean in everything i mean in like my writing for those of you who don't know we're in college so there's so much writing i mean in literally every class um so i don't have to say jesus is king in my writing to share jesus or to to invite god into it but use my life like i oh my god one of my favorite assignments ever like i love writing but um i'm not really obsessed with like writing about other things (laughs) this sounds so selfish but what i mean is like i love writing personal statements and like things about my life or like things that just challenge me to look reflect and just talk about my life wow that sounds so selfish but it's also a way for me to share like my lifestyle and jesus so um yeah in school in my discussions um i don't again have to say jesus is king to share that jesus is king but just sharing my point of view my perspective and different things um in life also can be representative of who jesus is um and i think it's also really important to remember because well actually i think he just made the tiktok about this but we really have to be careful about what we're um, feeding our bodies and i don't mean that physically obviously but i mean mentally and emotionally and spiritually and all of those things because um almost everything in the world today is just against him and that's something that all of these things we process on a day-to-day basis um and as Buffy has said in that TikTok and probably many times in the past, like Holy Spirit inside of us literally cringes um, when we allow those things to enter our minds and our souls. And um, it just kind of makes it like, and what's the word? Inhospitable. Yeah, that's fancy. An inhospitable environment for him to live and mm. to grow in us. So um, like, there's no way that 
he's going to be comfortable staying inside of us, growing um, if we're not like making those conditions right for him, if that makes sense. Um, mm. So you just really have to be careful because um, sometimes we get these inner thoughts or like feelings telling us what not to do. And sometimes we think that's from ourselves, but we have to remember there's another spirit living inside of us, not from us. Um, so listen to Holy Spirit inside of you and don't make it like a bad environment for him to live in, you know, make it welcoming. Don't make him cringe at what you're doing because that's just uncomfortable. Before we close out this episode, we kind of just want to talk about things that we want to apply to our lives or at least work on. And for me, the biggest thing probably is just inviting Holy Spirit into all aspects of my life. While I feel like I have gotten much better, like much, much better than I was in the past, um, I forget there's sometimes I feel like certain parts of my life have nothing to do with um, my relationship with God which makes no sense because he's literally part of everything but like if I'm like when you said you if I'm typing an essay or something like that for school I was like I would never think it's like pray before I type an essay because it's just something that I have to like do and turn in and it means nothing but literally anything in your life can um there's someone reading that essay or there's someone that's doing anything with whatever you're doing there's always ways to affect others or ways to learn from what you're doing with anything and um, I think I've said this before when talking about like seasons in your life and sometimes you think um, like you can learn nothing from it spiritually or with God um, which I think we talked about with the David episode how he was a shepherd and some people think like this wouldn't help me with anything but literally taught him how to be a king um, is similar to that you know sometimes you think like it can't help you at all or it doesn't mean anything or god isn't using that to um grow you so you just have to like invite him in in all parts of your life and in all of the seasons of your life um because you don't know what he can do with what you have that's so good um something i say um something i would say that i got from this chapter um aside from everything we've said in this episode but i want to actually work on and make myself remind um and remind myself is really death to life and that's actually gonna be the title of this episode obviously you see that but um that is what this this um chapter really screams to me is that god really raised me from the actual grave someone who had no purpose someone who had no direction as to what her life would consist of and i'm saying life like beyond what we see right now beyond these little years on this earth um by the mercy by the love and by the grace of jesus christ who loved who loved me so much and gave himself for me i am alive right now and I know in, in Paul, and I think we've also, not in Paul, but in, in I think Galatians or, or some other book by um, Paul, it might be Corinthians, but um, regardless, he says not to look back and always look ahead, which I also, I also believe very hard in, but I also um, think that it is important to look at your past sometimes and realize what 
and all that God has done for you and give glory to Jesus. Understanding that he literally resurrected you from the dead. Um, and obviously I mean this spiritually, but remembering the grace of God, remembering all that he has given to you, remembering that it is a gift that God has given me to have joy, to have peace that does not change with the wind, that does not change with the day or the hour or whatever. Um, remembering that I have Holy Spirit inside of me who loves me, who's comforting me, who's there at the very moment that I call on him. Um, remembering that I'm able at any time, at whichever time I please, to open the word of God and have communion and hear from the Father. Remembering that I can talk to the Father at any time because Jesus Christ, because of the blood shed on the cross, because of that blood, I'm able to be seen by the Father. And when he sees me, he sees Jesus Christ. Remembering so much remembering all that Jesus had done for me is something that I want to do. Um, I want to make it a daily reminder and I urge those of you who um, don't maybe get into the Bible as much, I promise you that is how this relationship is grown. If you don't hear from the Father through his word, you won't hear from him through anything else because the purest way you hear from God is through his word yes he can speak through people yes he can speak through videos but you get him and him only in his word but yeah other than that um this episode this chapter this bible study has come to an end um like kalina said earlier and like we said many times throughout this episode i would hope um please 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 read the entire book of ephesians not only chapter two um definitely read chapter two because y'all saw how in-depth we went with this episode and we still didn't even cover all the verses my goodness it's so good um this episode blessed me this chapter blessed me so much and it blessed helena so much so we hope it blessed you just as much if not more um we just thank you guys for listening we hope that you guys actually um understand that we genuinely mean it when we say we thank you for listening for taking time out of your day and um believing that god is speaking through us it is with honor it is with um it is by the grace of god that we're here and we're standing and sharing his word so we just wanted to say thank you dm us whatever contact us through our instagram at our instagram and tiktok are both at it is finished podcast our gmail is it is finished pod at gmail.com um i think that's the only form of <laughs> yes so um any questions comments concerns anything that you want to discuss anything you want to share literally anything we always say just share it we love talking to you guys and we always look forward to hearing from you um and last but certainly not least if you want to give your life to jesus today's the day tomorrow's not promised like we said before god literally i promise you you do not need to know that you need peace to need peace like we've said um you do not need to know that you need jesus to need jesus because us as humans are prideful we're blinded and i 
promise you your life will change for the better as someone who has had their life who have had their lives changed by jesus christ um if you need any guidance on how to go about your new life with christ we are here for you like we said dm us in the um contact information that we mentioned before and we are there um but yeah hi guys bye <laughs>